On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I discuss James Harden. Surprise. Well, in a different way. At this stage of the offseason, no trade as of yet. Is this the best option to keep James Harden going into the start of the season? We'll dive into it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia. Alongside my co-host and partner, as always, Sixers beat writer from the Inquirer, Inquirer.com, Keith Pompey. And we thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, and right here on YouTube as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Keith, what's happening, man? What's good, D? How you been, bro? Pretty good, man. It's going to be a scorcher today here in town. They yeah. cool over there. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> but it's going to be hotter tomorrow, too. That's crazy, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, well, hey, we're in July. This is the uh, hot part of the season. And the Summer League and the NBA, hot all over again, man. And uh, it's just some good times in the NBA. As of right now, we're going to talk about James Harden. He continues to be in the news overall with the conversation about, what well, should he stay in Philadelphia? Should he not? We'll get into his best option to stay in Philadelphia at this point, Daryl Morey in front office, making sure he stays here. Then in the next segment, second segment, we'll get into if he does in fact stay, should the fifth starting spot be an open competition? We'll give you a couple of names there for that one. And finally, we'll also uh, discuss how about the summer Sixers in Las Vegas? Keith asked a question on Twitter at Pompeo on Sixers. Uh, who has surprised you the most of the young players in summer league? We'll ask you that question in the final segment right here on this Wednesday. Keith, I, I, we got to talk about James Harden because at this point, you know, everything has been dominated by Damian Lillard. Good at this point. Uh, it's been dominated by him, but with it in general, uh, just looking at it, man, right now with the with as we talked about it yesterday, maybe in Damian Lillard is holding things up as of right now. And if that's the case, Keith, does it seem like based on the information that you've gotten, maybe some things that we have read or something that it just seems like right now for James Harden, the best possible option for him is to stay back in Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, it, well, you know what, here's the deal. It, it, the, the best possible option um, for him. Well, I, I think unless the 76ers get something that they really need, something that they really want, that's going to help them. Yep. It's the best possible option for the team. I think the best possible option for him is possibly going to LA and and playing with um, George and Leonard. Yeah, George George and Kawhi Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But I'm here to tell you, for the Sixers, if if they don't get anything back and they just get some role players, um, for them to win the championship, I believe the best option for them to ke- is to keep them because. Yeah, I mean, let's just say it this way. Let's put it this way. It hasn't changed. They, If he would have left, we were saying, well, do they have enough money to go out there and get an A-list type of point guard that can help them? Well, if he if, if if you trade him for some role players, the answer, you're still in the same boat, basically. 
So I think for him, best thing is to leave, but for the Sixers, it's the best thing to keep this guy. Yeah, I think I think so too. At at this point of the season and and where they are right now, at, at this point of the offseason, pardon me, and where they are right now, it just makes sense. He he provides them the best opportunity to win, especially with them not based on anything that you just talked about with the with the Clippers and only getting back a certain type of deal from Los Angeles where there are no star players. And as we know, Daryl Morey, if he's going to trade a star, he wants a star back. And if there are no stars in that deal, as nice of players that they are from Norman Powell to Terrence Mann, the Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, Robert Covington, on and on and on, there are no star level players in that deal or all-star level players in that deal if Leonard or George are not coming back in a return package. So if that's the case, then I think at this point, if there are no other suitors around the NBA, then yes, the best possible deal for the 76ers right now is to not make a deal, to keep their point guard, see if they can make sure that things are good enough for the season to go, convince them that, listen, this is your best option also. If you want a contract next summer and you believe that you are still worthy and deserving of some big number, some big deal, from your club if that's the Sixers or if that's some other team you have to go out there and play you have to go out there and perform because now you're going to show that despite anything that has been said about you from your departure in Houston then your departure in Brooklyn and now in Philadelphia if anything that comes out of the entire thing is that he is a professional he is a pro he was a pro how he handled it there was no fat suit there was no animosity going out, out outside of the door when he left or handling how he handled things in the building, he just handles it like a true pro throughout the entire endeavor. Then I, I think that that you know that will work out for him maybe in the off season. But then he really has to realize to this, and he his people also because you have to tell each other the truth, which is you're not that same player, so you're not going to get forty million dollars out there on the open market. You may not even get thirty five that you're going to make this season. And just go out there and play basketball, let the chips fall where they may, and show Philadelphia and the other 29 teams why you do believe you are still worthy of a big contract as an all-star level player. I agree 100%, my man. And, and then here's something else, too. Like, the hurt piece, it has to be a hurt piece that I think about it. Everybody thought you were going to Houston. You thought you were going to Houston. And then all of a sudden, Ime, the players are like, uh, and then Ime Adoka is like, uh, I think um, Fred Van Bleet is a better option for us. And Fred got your money. So, you know, that that has to be some type of reality check for him. Yep. Yep. No question, man. Uh, no question. All right. Well, look, let's talk about as if we're to assume. And right now, Keith, I assume he's coming back. He's staying with Philadelphia. If that's the case, there's been talk, and we were actually talking about it uh, because of one of our, our, our buddies and, and covers the had been covering the team for so many years, works at the Fanatic now, Bob Cooney, had mentioned it before, that maybe P.J. Tucker has to go to the bench and they have to look at a different starting uh, player in that fifth spot. Should Tucker remain the starting player in the, in, the, uh, in the starting five, or should it be an open competition for that? Who are the candidates? We'll get into that next. Right here, Keith and everybody on Locked On 76ers. And, folks, I do have to tell you about the great people at Bird Dogs. They have been fantastic by sending in the tumbler. Mine is right now drying out because, well, I had some water. It's been hot, as we just talked about. 
here locally and uh, over the last two days. So I've been using it and putting my water in it. So right now, currently it's drying in the kitchen. So I can't put it up on camera like I have been in the past, but maybe I'll do so tomorrow uh, if we have another uh, opportunity to share with you about bird dogs. And look, it's not about the free tumbler that they give you it, when you purchase something at bird dogs. It's about the comfort and the wear of their shorts and pants uh, so far. As we've mentioned, it has been warm here in Philadelphia. And the one thing that I knew I can count on to stay cool, to stay uh, comfortable, and to also look pretty good in them is wear my stretch bird dog khaki shorts or my other shorts that are not necessarily khaki, but very, very comfortable in the form of a, a more of an athletic style short. They're designed for a slimmer fit through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. So if you're working out and you feel like you're getting good results and you want to show that off, you should have bird dogs like I do as of right now. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of, you know, some stiff restricting cotton. Bird dogs has fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Uh, it, it's I, I can't stress it enough how important it is to have these shorts for the summer and maybe even just beyond. You know, if you're going into the fall and it's still kind of warm, or even if you're in another state that is warm year round, these are the shorts for you. Once again, you get a free tumbler, a gift tumbler from Bird Dogs. It's a very cool uh, item. And I think it's very, very helpful and once again in the summer with all of these uh, hot weather days that we're having, not only here in Philadelphia, but around the country and the world. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or enter promo code LockedOnNBA for a free Yeti-style tumbler. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA or promo code LockedOnNBA for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Welcome back. You are locked on 76ers. We appreciate you listening, making us your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. Maybe we'll talk about the two new rule changes that are have been implemented and agreed upon in the NBA. We'll get into that uh, tomorrow here on the show. Uh, Keith, the James Harden piece, if he does, in fact, stay. OK, great. We have our answer there. Do we have an answer about the fifth starter at all? We mentioned it before, talking to Bob Cooney, our good friend, and uh, he he had talked about it first. And it had me thinking like, huh, now with Paul Reed coming back on his three-year deal and we expect the Sixers to possibly get to the second round. So uh, after year one is guaranteed, years two and three will be guaranteed, totaling $15 million. So with that, he's going to be here. Now, we don't know what Nick Nurse is going to do. Is it locked in is it cemented in stone there keith is they did they chisel it in that pj tucker is going to be a fifth starter should they maybe look at something different who are the candidates to possibly be that fifth starter if pj tucker is not that person i'm going you remember that board that was leaked out oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that one i'm going with that board right now yeah, that I board mean, had somebody else yeah that, that board had the anthony melton well, first the board had at small forward technically it was james harden yeah at the, three, the starting three yeah, guys yeah right yeah it was one and then people said don't go into that but 
I, I think in the age of positionless basketball, so to speak, that, you know, I, I think, I'm, you know, I, I really think the Anthony Melton will, will get a start. I think it's crazy. Like, if we look at the way the roster is right now, let's just say if they have four centers, I, I think that, um, you know, um, uh, but, but, but can you, um, can, but I, but I think that, I think that what they'll do is, I, I think that they'll have like, they'll open it up for, they'll start out if, if we had to do it, if it's not PJ Tucker, if it's not PJ Tucker, I, I think that we could see DeAnthony Melton in the beginning, right? Um, I also think that if Paul Reed progresses, then possibly he could get a chance. You know, the, the only thing is I like Tobias Harris better as a four than I do as a three. I do. I think that he's a, a, a solid four in today's NBA and he could do certain things. So that's where, when I look at a DeAnthony Melton and you can see him as the third guy, the only problem with DeAnthony Melton is right now, when you look at it, the only two guards or ball handlers that they have on the team are Pat Bev, who probably would be the backup point guard and then Furkan Korkmaz right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have Jaden Springer, but I don't consider him as a, a, a ball handler. Yeah. So when you do start um, three a three-guard lineup, that's taken away from your depth that you're going to have. Now, again, Pat Bev, you do expect him to play minutes, but it, 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 I think it's not an ideal situation for the 76ers, nor is it ideal to start out the season, in my opinion, with Paul Reed until you get him adjusted to that role. And I, I think with the Melton piece, they are going to be small, mm-hmm. but he is a good defender. Yeah. So with that, you have somebody in the starting lineup that is a good defender, like P.J. Tucker uh, has was last season for the 76ers as that fifth starter. And we we did see it quite a few times where Melton was out there with Maxie and Harden, and it worked. And while there, there are 82 games, not every player is 6'7". Or six eight, six nine, where Melton, Maxi, or Harden couldn't handle that. And with Harden's uh, strong lower base, oftentimes he can hold his own. Of course, throughout his career um, against these other players. So I really don't see it as a problem if they did it, except for as you said, to just change things in terms of the rotation, where, where Melton was your six man, or you look at him as your six man this season, and he would be in fact starting. So. But the way that they stagger minutes, they'll be on the floor at, at times together where, honestly, Keith, I don't see it as a problem if they did decide to go that direction. Uh, last week, P.J. Tucker on Twitter, on Instagram, he had one of those cryptic tweets. It was like a song. Somebody said something about Ben Simmons in there. You know, It was like, oh, P.J. Tucker talking about holding out or something like Ben Simmons or I'm not going to shoot the basketball uh, like Ben Simmons. And it was it was an interesting uh uh, Instagram post that he put out there because he's been quiet all off season and then just randomly this chosen one and it, you it, it leaves you to speculate because of course it was cryptic mm-hmm. and 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 I don't know so he won't he won't he won't go down without a fight if that is the case we know that yeah he won't he, he definitely won't <laughs> yeah now he'll play he just may not start and obviously I'm sure he would prefer to start like most people would 
uh, when it comes to their sport. All right, man, when we come back, let's get into the Summer Sixers now in Las Vegas, uh, starting off in Salt Lake City in Utah, now in Las Vegas, a few games in. You asked the question on Twitter, who is it that maybe has stood out a bit uh, from the Summer Sixers in Las Vegas or both in Salt Lake City and now Las Vegas? We'll get into that next on the final segment right here, Locked On 76ers. This show is sponsored and brought to you by BetterHelp. It's the summertime and you're out there enjoying yourself, but still have the stresses or maybe unfortunately some family issues that you're still dealing with. And sometimes in life we're faced with some tough choices and the path forward isn't always very, very clear, whether it's work related again or something involving your family. Sometimes those things can get in your way. Well, trusting yourself to make the right decisions that align with your values is just like anything else. The more you practice, the easier it gets. And the same goes into when you want to step away from the norm and maybe dive into something different. And that isn't getting involved in talking to someone, not your mom, not your dad, not none of your parents, none of your siblings, maybe not even any cousins, aunts or uncles or friends. Maybe you want to talk to a professional about something uh, that may be helping you. And I've had to talk to some people in the past with some things that I was dealing with. I'm generally team no stress. And you know what that is? That's also being able to tell myself and allow myself to understand that it's okay to talk to someone if you want to have to express and maybe get an opinion from a, a licensed therapist and someone who's a professional that has experience dealing with these things. And I think that if that's something that you've been thinking of, BetterHelp could very, very well help you in this case. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your help, uh, your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Keith Pompey, Devon Gibbons here with you. All right, Keith, Summer Sixers, you've been taking a peek at them um, during these games, both in Salt Lake City and now in Las Vegas. Has anyone stood out to you over the course of both summer leagues, or has it really been more so of what you've seen in Las Vegas? You know, I mean, with the guy, Trez uh, Smith, Turk. Turk, Turk Smith, yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, I'm like, where I get the trash from, I'm thinking about my trash. Yeah. yeah. Um, Turk Smith has kind of impressed me. The only thing is, I, I think that he needs to do a little bit of a better job of closing out games. I think, like, in the pressure packed situations, he, go on, he goes 100 miles an hour. But at the same time, he's really a two guard that they got playing a one. So he's, it's kind of like he's going to make a little bit of mistakes. But I've been impressed with him. I mean, I, I really have. Now, again, it's, it's like the summer league. I always try not to get too too hyped up on it just because of things that happened in the past. But when we're talking about guys who were undrafted and guys who, um, you know, are out here trying to prove that they could compete with the other ones and they're playing against guys who were drafted, you know, he's holding his own. So is Ricky Council, um, you know, um, 
Jaden Springer is, is showing that he can be a more he, he his game has progressed in the last two seasons that he has. So uh, those three guys have really impressed me the most. Yeah, for me, and we talked about it when we did speak about this in the very first game, I believe it was after the Utah Summer League, Salt Lake Summer League. I, I like Ricky Council a lot. He was the one that I felt if they had a chance to crack uh, some minutes in with the big club, it would be him because of his size, because of his uh, mentality, that dog mentality, if you will, of doing all the extra things, diving on the floor, getting after it, the loose balls. And just basically being that player that's a 50-50 winner uh, out there. So uh, Ricky Council, of course, but Turk Smith has really, I thought, elevated his play from game two all the way now traveling to Las Vegas. Game two in Salt Lake City, I'm talking about, to Las Vegas, where uh, when we talked about him before, when they signed him as a two-way player, as an undrafted two-way player, that I like Ricky Council a lot. But Turk Smith is the one that's really, really uh, a scorer. My issue with him is that he has a small frame. And I didn't think that that would translate right away to the NBA. You're going to have to tighten up a little bit on some of the things offensively. He can fill it up, man. That's just the bottom line. The guy can score the basketball. And that has been on full display during these summer league games. Uh, Small body, a small frame, uh, doesn't play much defense. uh, But offensively, that's why he is who he is. That's why he is known who he is. So could he be – he's along the lines of – Bone high, high, Bones Highland-like uh, when we talk about scoring uh, in this game. And he also has a small frame. Uh, Bones is a little bit different where he can I, – I, not to say that Turk Smith can't, but he wasn't drafted. And and for whatever reasons they he wasn't drafted, he wasn't drafted, where Bones was a first-round pick and legit first-round pick in the year that he came out. And uh, I, I do – I think, though, again – have been more impressed, even with how much I like Ricky Council, I have been more impressed with what Turk Smith has been able to do, where his play hasn't fallen off. He's just been consistently good the entire time. Now, what that will mean once the summer league is over and they have the training camp, and is he going to be so good that they like, all right, this guy might actually have to uh, be up here for a little bit. Well, you know they'll be up there for a little bit at the start of the season before the G League gets under the, underway as two-way players. But will they actually have an opportunity to play? Will they be able to do anything that Nick Nurse says, okay, let me give this guy a shot here early on to see what he does? Yeah, and, then, you know, one thing I'm happy for these guys just because of is a new coaching staff. And 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 the thing about it is Nick Nurse was – he's with them now, but he was the coach in, in Utah. So it's kind of like yeah, he has a pretty good, pretty good idea of what they can do as opposed typically when two-way players show up and the coach isn't involved in them, when they go to practice, it's kind of like they're watching practice. They think they're going to get reps, but they're basically watching practice. And now your coach is drawing up things. He's talking yeah. to you a certain way, seeing how you pick up on the things that are being drawn up. And if you execute it the right way, after things are being called and drawn up in the, in the huddle, and, and it works out for him. So, yeah, those, those guys, nothing much has changed. Uh, I, I like those guys, and 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 I expect to see them a lot, of course, with the Delaware side of things, maybe making a trip up there to watch the Blue Coats and see how they play. And uh, also, I mean, Keith, again, just being able to to just work it out the way that they are and uh, and then the early part of the season being with the team, be going through training camp, 
it should be very interesting uh, overall to see how these guys fare once we get to. And by the way, undrafted, they probably they may have picked two spots that I mean, these two guys may have picked spots that were more favorable for them versus some other team that would have drafted them and maybe not have the same type of opportunity. Yeah, um, I agree. Really. I, I agree. I agree. Choosing their spot. <laughs> yep. Choosing their spot. Well, listen, man, this was fun as always. We thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. One of the things that we are going to discuss, the two new rule changes that the Board of Governors agreed on for next season. Uh, one of them, you get, you, get, you get a technical for it now in the game, and that's a good thing. We'll get into that tomorrow. Keith, do you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get this your podcast at, and this one is free and available. Um, also, you can find us on our YouTube channel. Lock uh, it's free. They're coming to get. They're coming to get you. Get you. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> you can go to our YouTube channel. When you do that, um, click on the Liberty Bell. That way, you become a new subscriber. And you get notifications when we have a podcast. But today, D was it from uh, six to eight thirty? They're going to be on we got Philadelphia Union tonight on the Fanatic. So six to eight thirty. Yeah, he's going to be on the Fanatic Fanatic ninety seven five FM from six to eight thirty. Make sure you check him out. And then also do yourself a favor. You see right here underneath his name. Follow him on Twitter at Divine G nine seven five. Follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. And go to inquire.com, inquire with an I, inquire.com, and read my articles on the Sixers and the other articles on the Sixers. Absolutely. Yeah. Keith, have a good day. Stay cool, everybody. Stay cool out there. It's a hot one. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Peace, man.